Do you want to do a podcast? Come on, let's record. You never want to anymore. Let's go see a shower for. Okay, ready, go. (laughs) 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 It's the Broadway. Larkin, what did we see this week? We saw Frozen, and it was everything I've ever wanted. Hold on, I'm just, I'm just looking at the history. I, I want to know if this is like actually like based on anything or just somebody made up. The wait, story. <laughs> sorry, wait. You're 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 looking to see if Frozen is based on a true story. Did you not watch the musical? Yeah, I want to know if it's based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Princesses, magical powers, talking snowmen. I. I'm curious if this is like an old Norse legend or something, right? It could be. Let's see. Hold on. Can you stop so we can do this? It's based on a Hans Christian Andersen poem called The Snow Queen. That's that it was part of Walt Disney's original series of a bunch of works, but it kind of got dropped. This has like a part of Disney's. Yeah. It's a Danish fairy tale from 1844. It's based on another fake story that somebody wrote. I'm just saying it's got a history to it. That's all. It's Danish. So they're supposed to be in Denmark. If you haven't seen Frozen. You should see Frozen. Well, if If you haven't seen it, you should see it. Here's the big question. If people have not seen the movie Frozen, do you think they should just go see the musical? Yes, because it's even better. It has more music and it's even better. I think that'd be a great way to dive into it. Yeah. So basically what happens in frozen the musical is there's two princess sisters one of them turns out to have magic freezing powers and she hides herself in her room because she is scared she's gonna hurt her other sister and they kind of have this estranged relationship and then their parents die and the oldest sister elsa elsa becomes the queen and this is kind of the pivot point in the story where everything starts to happen so we'll leave it we'll leave it there because there's a lot of fun stuff that happens after that and i meet funny kooky characters along the way it's just a classic disney tale of hey now we're suddenly orphans and we have to figure out how to use our powers (laughs) (laughs) because we also have some type of power (laughs) because that's how it works right yep a hundred percent disney loves orphan stories (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get into it. Larkin, tell me what you thought of this musical. What are the good things? I loved everything about this musical. Oh, yeah? Well, not everything, but almost everything. For all intents and purposes, I loved everything about this musical. Wow. From, like, the moment I walked in, I knew that I was going to love it because there were, like, hundreds of children in Elsa and Anna costumes throughout the audience and the whole room was just really into it you could tell that everyone was really excited to be there everybody wanted to be there it was so crazy like even when the cell phone announcement went off everyone cheered all the kids were like hooting and hollering it was adorable you know it's definitely a disney musical and this this disney movie i think is probably one of the, the most crazy cult classic ones based on my interaction with children well yeah younger cousins of mine (laughs) and such uh they love 
Frozen. All the kids seemed very happy and very pleased at the end of it and loved the whole show. I've only seen Frozen once and I really, I did enjoy it, but there's enough in this musical, even though it's a Disney musical, for people who are not Disney fans. The cast is amazing. The kids who are in the musical, so the young Elsa and the young Anna, are both extremely talented. Even though they're both very young, they both have experience on the Broadway stage. They're both very very talented. Mike and I just looked at each other when the young Anna started singing. We were like, whoa. Yeah, she like, she was damn. great. The little girl who played Elsa was also very good and I think was perfectly cast for the role. But the girl who played Anna had just this beautiful voice that really encapsulated the character. Just like a goofy quality about her too. It was just really endearing and adorable and perfect. Yeah, so she seemed like she was just having a blast playing this character and was overjoyed. Uh, good things, Larkin. Let's go through your good things. What What are the good things that you liked about this musical? Yeah, so I thought that the Olaf costume that they had was awesome. So Olaf, for those of you who don't know, is a snowman that yes. comes to life. The costume that they had for the guy who played Olaf basically included a very complicated puppet that worked really, really well and looked just like the animated character. It was super cool to watch him. Um, well, I thought, yeah, I thought he did a great job of having a puppet, but also being, acting with it, being a Broadway actor and really singing because he was singing too, and he wasn't hiding behind the puppet. Or he was like, also really emoting, like with his face, yeah. like his face was acting too. He wasn't relying solely on the puppet. So I, I think I think that's a fun way to do it because they also had that reindeer character whose physics I do not understand. <laughs> um, it, it Where do the feet go? Is somebody crawling around on their hands and knees? Are there like- two people in there? I don't understand how it works. Basically, there's <laughs> there's a reindeer, and it's, it's completely covered. You can't see any person. So Olaf's character, you see someone's face. They're just dressed in white, It's and then there's a puppet in front of them. This other character... There, it's a complete reindeer. It looks like a reindeer. The ears and the eyes move, and the back legs have a weird thing going on that look like reindeer back legs. And it's mind-boggling how it works. I'm like, how, is that guy crawling? Is that guy standing up, but he's got this weird apparatus, and he's wiggling his butt to move? <laughs> I don't know how it works. It was. It was mesmerizing, and I'm glad that it distracted you so intensely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was great. It was really, it was very cool. Also, Anna had some funny jokes too, where she said, I'm not the heir, I'm just the spare. (laughs) (laughs) Which I wrote down a lot too. Uh, And then the Weaseltown character, which I believe he's in the movie. Oh, yeah. Weaseltown. Wesselton. Wesselton. That Love is an Open Door song was really fun. And then I said, I thought the magic and... The special effects. Especially when the ice happened the first time. The kids gasped. Honestly, I kind of gasped too. I was was genuinely surprised and taken aback by how cool and how real it looked. It was really... They did do some of the like screen magic where they would project stuff for snow and ice which was cool in a lot of ways but then they also had some props where like icicles would come out of the stage and come out of the side of the stage you know you could get stabbed if you're yeah. not careful like if, if hopefully you, nobody dies on yeah on the set of frozen if, if you were getting standing stabbed in, by icicles in the wrong... or castrated why would you say that <laughs> <laughs> because they come up from the ground and they're pointy like yes. that weird cage that traps all of the villagers when they go to get elsa and the they, i mean come on it yep. was like 
kind of alarming looking. It was pretty crazy. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. yeah. You're distracted by castration. Yeah, I mean, that's out now that's all I can think about. <laughs> so I also thought that the choreography overall was very impressive and very cool. Yes. The castle dances that happened honestly reminded me of every castle dance theme that you would see in an animated movie, but it was done by real people, which it was very swirly and pretty and cool and fluid. Yeah. It was awesome. The choreography was really great. Yeah, they had that scene on the bridge where Kristoff fell through the bridge which was really cool as well it was a very fun prop piece that came down i like that as well yeah all around i think the songs were really good some of the songs that they added like monster which uh we have a clip of that we'll, we'll play it right now yeah Yeah, that, that song was great. I thought, I mean, and it's a new song that wasn't in the movie. They said they doubled the amount of songs, which was pretty impressive because some of them I, I could pick out like Huga, uh, but other ones I was like, this sounds like a song that would be in the movie. I do think that they kept like a very cohesive feel to the music. Nothing jumped out to me as this doesn't belong here. Well, it really just fleshed out the soundtrack. It was great. I loved it. Uh, they did, I loved it. If, if I'm remembering it correctly, the person who wrote the movie, who did a lot of work on the movie, I believe, was primarily involved with the script, right? I think that the same people who wrote the music for the movie also did the score for the musical. That's right. Robert Lopez and uh, Kristen Anderson Lopez. The Lopez couple, I'm assuming... They were they were very involved in the additional songs. So I, I, you know, and I'm guessing it's probably possible that they wrote some of those for the movie as, and they got cut and they're like, well, we'll throw them into the musical, <laughs> uh, or at least I hope they, you know, were able to. We're just speculating you know, now. To, Rampant you know, speculation on the Broadway musical. <laughs> great, great. So Larkin. We talked about some of the good things. Let's talk about some bad things. What didn't you like? What's your what's your critiques and criticisms? The only thing that I didn't love was there was a weird song at the um, beginning of Act 2 that went on for a very long time with dancing in and out of Asana. Yes. Yuga. 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 And this is the classic, you're not back from your seats yet, so we'll have Give you time to like we'll give a climb over people. A charmy song that sets up where you are. It was, yeah, basically an owner of Asana, who they you know, they get supplies from later. But I thought that that song was long, and I did not like the choreography of it, and... I mean, and keep in mind, though, we saw the show while it was in previews. It's possible that that will get um, shortened with time. You think they're going to cut that whole song? I don't think they're going to cut the whole song, but the extended naked dancing with the fan things, that could get trimmed. Yeah, that was weird. It's weird. Like, it was weird to have, like, people in body tights dancing with basically leave fans. Yeah, covering their body. It was very Adam and Eve covering their body with le- like their then, then, parts with leaves. And then jumping around and switching. And, and then switching. And yeah. It, it was and, just weird. It was it was fine. Like it wasn't bad. I just didn't love that. Yeah. That was really the only like 
I, I had a couple noteworthy of, thing that I did. I like. had a couple other things that I these are a little nitpicky. Um, there, when Kristoff first introduces the reindeer, Sven. Sven, he like talks for the reindeer, and he only does that once. And I thought either he should do that more because I think in the movie he has conversations with the reindeer more, or not do it at all because it was it was long and weird because he was talking for like a puppet and i was like why don't they just have like a voice of the reindeer and i was like oh the reindeer actually doesn't talk in the movie and it, it took me out of it because i was doing all are this. you talking about the song when reindeers smell better than people no 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 when Kristoff meets anna and anna's like oh you gotta take me to the mountain he's like oh is she crazy and he's like talking for the reindeer and he's like, yeah, he, he is crazy. Of course, Sven. Oh, he does this weird thing where Kristoff's character does the reindeer's voice as his character pretending to be a reindeer. It's very, hmm. like, two layers deep. And he never does it again. And, uh, and it's long. And I don't think it really dr- drives the pot- plot forward that much. And he doesn't do it again. So if he was going to do it, I would say make it like a running gag. Yeah. I also thought some of the, like, villager attack songs kind of like very beauty and the beast oh let's go get elsa kill the beast those kind of Bring scenes back winter <laughs> yeah those lasted a little long they Did- they were very like i guess i remember watching beauty and the beast to me like these villagers who just want to kill the beast and they repeat it over and over again we get it you want to kill the beast. yeah, yeah I, exactly i think that's that's uh, another place that they could tighten the second act but I think that's like a trope that people should be more creative with. I would love to see a funny song where it's like, how should we kill her? Should we stab her with a stick? Should we cut off her head? Should yes. we put her in a cage? Encourage violence. I don't know. You get she it. puts them all in a cage. Right. I mean, And that would be funny, right? If they're like, we'll put her in a cage and bring her back down. Or, and then they get in a cage. Um, I also, there was this like song where Elsa became the queen that was kind of long and boring and felt like church music where they're like, (laughs) oh, you're a queen. (laughs) Do we have a clip of that? I don't think we do. (laughs) (laughs) Then I think you should just sing it. I'm going to say, yeah, you're a queen. (laughs) Now you're the queen. It was basically that for for like two minutes. And I was like, "Mm -hmm, we get it. Uh, And then the other one, there was also a weird line on the bridge where Anna saves Kristoff. And then he's like, you saved my life. It just felt really like contrived and being like, Oh, uh, now I love you. You saved you saved me. It was a little like, okay, yeah, we know you saved her. And that's me being very nitpicky. That's all I got. No, no, no. She things. saved him. She saved him. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, that's, I, meant, you, yeah. I know, but you said it the wrong way around, and Frozen is all about girl power, and girl power is important. Uh, and yeah. We get it. Girls are magic. <laughs> oh, the other good things I wrote was, Ice so cool. Ice bridge cool. <laughs> Olaf Puppet summer song. Oh, yeah. His summer song was great. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's also in the movie, but it was so cute. Without that song, the musical is pretty, in terms of color scheme, very blue, black, dark, cold ice. There's there's that white part, too, when she sings Let It Go, which is fantastic. But in terms of timing and the way that they just showed a bunch of tropical stuff and had a big summer thing come down, it was very fun. Oh, one other bad thing nitpicky when hans 
locks Anna in that room, right? And she's like, oh, I can't get out. No, don't lock me out again. Then Olaf comes in, and I don't know how he opens that door. And not even that, they don't leave through that door. They just leave through a side entrance. And part of me is like, wait, she's locked in this room, and you guys just like walked out another entrance? It's called so offstage. Why? Yeah, they just walked off stage. But Poor blocking. But I'm also saying like, no, you should go through that door or go out a window or some just a little bit of explanation how you got out of this room that Hans locked you in and how the snowman got in. I'm I was just like, wait, no, that room was locked. <laughs> he locked her in there to die. That was That is a very good point. There are kids being like, well, but but mom, why did no, he's, she's locked in there. I'm I feel like, like we need to watch the movie to figure out how that actually is supposed I to think happen. He, I think if I'm remembering right, he uses his nose to pick the lock. He takes wow. off his nose and he picks the lock and then they leave through the door. I will double check that because I'm probably making that up. But if that's not how it's done, <laughs> take that suggestion, guys. Have him pick the lock with his nose, walk out, and then you Could can make... be kind of complicated with the Olaf puppet situation, but yes. I don't, yeah, I mean, you just have a nose that comes off and then put it back on. Magnets. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag magnets <laughs> and you can make a funny carrot joke like uh, I, don't, <laughs> I have no carrot jokes <laughs> you could you could but there are no funny carrot jokes so that's probably why they didn't do it they'd be like yeah he'll unlock it with his carrot nose and be uh, I knows you like carrots also let's talk real quick about the let it go was everything you wanted it to be. Oh. They crushed Let It Go. It was, and that so I think good. that's also the reason why I, th- I thought the first half was uh, top heavy in the sense that you had you had an opening number, and then the first main song was "Do You Want to Build a Snowman," which is you know the so hits. adorable. And then you go into the intermission with "Let It Go." Again, See, the, that has to be hits. the act closer. It has to be. Yeah, but I'm saying, what what do you have in the second act that's really, really crushing it for you? The first act, I think, just builds so well. It's a really good example of how to really engage your audience and get everybody on the same page. And I think what happened with the second act is it just was slightly less tight. But in contrast to the first act, it just seems a little slow. If I'm remembering correctly, in the movie, the big climax happens on a frozen lake, right? And I I feel like that is not where the climax happened in the musical, which took out some of the locational stakes of like, are they going to fall through the ice? There's just like part of you that thinks that the whole time when you're watching the movie. And I think someone does fall through the ice, right, in the movie? No memory of that. No memory. Who knows? Um, Maybe they don't. Hashtag made it up. All we know is the musical because we're adults <laughs> and we can get away with seeing We've the musical. We've each seen Frozen an appropriate number of times I've for seen adults. It I've seen once. it once. I, I think we saw it together. Yeah. There are a lot of new songs in the second act. And part of the reason I think that you don't have as positive a reaction to them, Mike, is because you don't know them. Yeah. All of that is true. I'm just saying they stacked the first act with all the hits. And then the second act, they were like, okay, let's... A lot of those songs would not make sense in the second act, but I understand what you're saying. Totally. The best songs in the movie happen Yeah. in the first part of the movie. So I don't know what to do about it. I think that's just, it's a top heavy musical. 
So, Mike. Yes. I think we both agree on this one, but who was our breakout star for Frozen? I would say this is very close. There would be two that I'd say were very close for this, but we have to pick a first place and a second place. Our breakout star is Matea Conforti. Hopefully I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. And she was the young lady who played young Anna. And a close second? uh, Would be Isla Schwartz. In the performance that we saw, she played young Elsa. In the program, they have, I think... Two young ladies who play each character. Yeah, depending on the performance you see. You know, the rest of the cast was fantastic. There was really not a single person that I didn't like, and that's pretty rare for me. Yeah, it was very well cast. So kudos to whoever casted this. Tesley and Company did the casting. Good it's job, Tesley and blah. Company. Great, great, great. Uh, anything else? No, I think that's good. So, hey, Mike, I think it's time for us to give the Broadway Reviewsical. Do you want to read us the Broadway Reviewsical? Yes. Frozen is a classic Disney Broadway musical that has a whole lot of heart. With hard-hitting opening numbers, puppet snowman, and icicle props, this musical will melt anyone's magically accursed frozen heart. Four jazz hands. Four jazz hands. Yeah, we both agreed four jazz hands. and It's our favorite thing that we've seen this season. I have to be honest, it is my favorite thing we've and seen And that's this season. even though it's a Disney musical, and you know... And maybe that's just because, in contrast to three tropical musicals, it's very refreshing. Polar opposites. Polar opposites. <laughs> and there was no volcano. There was no volcano in this, although there was an ice castle, which was cool. Ice castles are really cool. Yeah. And also, I've been singing Frozen basically now for several days. So good. Four jazz hands. Woo. All right. Four jazz hands. And that is all for us this week, folks. So please tweet at us at the Broadway Reviewsical. Follow us on Instagram at the Broadway Reviewsical. And yeah, send us your thoughts and comments. Give us a rating and a review on iTunes. It helps other people find the pod. Yep, it helps a lot. We're also on Google Play, so find us there and rate us there. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. See Bye. you next time. Bye-bye. New York City, the shows are up. Which ones are good and which ones are not?